Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Jeez, that's, a, that's a pretty so I can thing. plan accordingly. Yeah, it's like that. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown. Welcome back to Bible Breakdown. I'm Kat. And I am T. All the feels are in the air this morning. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, had some nice, nice heart to heart moment prior to the podcast, and we are ready to go. We are we're just we just keep it real here at the Bible Breakdown. It's part of our, our charm, our lore. Yeah. I want to tell you that I enjoy your other podcast. Um, Thank you. As well. Thank um, you. Like I said, email to find out because she doesn't want to be associated with other yeah, she doesn't, doesn't want to be associated with she, this blasphemous ass podcast. Yeah, but your other one got me through a couple workouts. Yay, so good. I just listened to you talk about um the last. I mean, I haven't been listening in order. Like sure. I'll just go and like um listen because you often talk about um heavy subject matter. We sometimes. do, but <laughs> it's. I have listened to. I was the last thing I listened to for my workout was uh, "Becoming" by Michelle ah, Obama. Yeah, that's a good episode. That was a classic. Um, yeah. So, to email if you want to, if you're interested in that. Yeah. Today, though, we're talking about numbers one through three. Um, new revised standard version. New revised standard version, and we are still in the desert with Moses. He's not dead yet. He's still living. Well, and he's Aaron more too. than likely fictional. You keep saying that. I don't think that Moses was a real person, and I'm sticking by it. I Do you think Jesus was real? Yes, I think he was a real person, but I don't think he was a god. Why don't you think Moses was real? There's not as much historical evidence for him as there is for Jesus. There's actual, like, hmm. documentation. And also, too, like, Moses is, like, thousands of year, thousands and thousands of years, like, before Jesus. So, of course, the, the records hmm. weren't as well kept. Hmm. But... For one, because Moses is such a huge part of uh, the Christian narrative, the fact that he might not, that the fact that there's not enough facts to support that this was a real person is interesting to me. Like, other than the mm. Bible, like, he's known as Moses the lawgiver, but, I mean, I don't think this God person is real either that Moses is talking to. Like, I feel like this is, I mean, there might have been a Moses I mean, sure, there was a guy named Moses, but like a lot of the stuff that's being attributed to him is like there are other mythologies that are attached to it. And mm -hmm. um, or and even if he was real, I think he's making it up about talking to God. I don't think he's actually talking to the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. I think he's um, suffering from either mass delusions or narcissism. You know, my roommate, who is also um, you and them are the probably two of the most smart and intellectual um born as women people that i know and i you both have differing points on that like they definitely believe that god is real and i sat down and had a conversation with them one day just like hey you know you are super intelligent like super smart like not intellectually smart on, I like, can on like a social yeah. level but also just for what they do as a job mm -hmm. I'm like oh you're like like you have it together and so you know normally people like that are like i don't believe in god because not normally so i still have to cap that i feel like most people 
like accept the biblical God, at least in our country. Or at least I our feel state. Like everybody that I've met that is like of U2's level of intelligence is does not believe in God. But I'm that, sorry. Just me. I was just pushing back because I, I mean, I've met some heavy intellectuals who fuck hard with the Bible. Well, okay. I mean, maybe, maybe. But it's just for so long they've gone hand in hand, like throughout Western culture, like intelligent, like intelligent, intelligentsia and like the religious sect were kind of hand in hand because you could only have money if the church let you have money. And the only way to have intelligence was to have money because if you didn't have money, you had to work and you didn't have time to learn to read. Interesting. Well, there. Uh, before we start, their explanation when I asked finally asked this question, worked up the courage to be like, you know, how are you so smart and you believe in this? <laughs> and uh <laughs> I don't know if I said it exactly like that. Sure. But they were just um telling me that they've come to the rationalization that as precise as things seem to be in our universe, they don't believe that this could have all just happened by coincidence. And I am okay with that. I I like that but answer does, actually. Is the I, Bible explaining how things came into be though? So this is where I think because I get this is like issue. the prime mover argument, like there had to be a prime mm-hmm. mover, and that God mm-hmm. fills that role. Never heard that, but sure. So no. yeah, so I think that's where a lot of people. But it's but the way you can able go to back d- is like d- who made the prime mover. If the prime mover could have just always been here, why couldn't the universe just always have been here? Did I say, I feel like I sent you a, a TikTok where this woman was like going on about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like who yeah. made God? Like if God, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's the whole problem. Like we want to have like everything started here, but that's still anthropomorphizing the universe because we think everything should come about the way we come about because we have a start, middle, and end. We think mm. the universe should have a start, middle, and end. Or, But for some reason, we can accept that God doesn't have a start, middle, or end. Like, world without end. Like, God is just eternal. But we we won't, like, extend that to anything else. But even, I don't know. To me, like, I, that's not, this doesn't oh, explain again, I don't Bible think God. It, I don't think it's... Uh... I don't think it's like a you know a he she type thing. I just think it 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 is a uh, it is you know that's just me. But that's a good argument, and I I'm able to accept that from that person and people who think like that. I just don't like the blind following from a lot of people. To me, this doesn't answer those questions. Like I understand still having those questions, but to me, the Bible and Bible God doesn't answer those questions for me. But I understand but why people is, like to have it as just kind of like, okay, I can stop here and move on to something else. So I had a similar di- discussion the other day, yesterday with my friend D. Um, but it wasn't about God. But I've kind of just come to the point where, like, I don't worry about it as much. We were talking about, like, political, social matters. But I was just like, I try to – I'm not giving up. Like, I don't care. But um, although that is usually my default answer. <laughs> But what I really mean is that I just try to worry about what is immediately in my vicinity to control. And if I can't control something, then I'm not going to live my life freaking out. And I've applied that to, like, God. Like, I don't know. Maybe there is one. Maybe there isn't. What I do know is I just want to be a good person. Or maybe there's several. There could be several. 
Because well, according well, to don't... this book, he was using a plural <laughs> pronoun. I would at least I admit don't... that God's non-binary. Can we re- re- agree on that? Sure. All right, cool. All right, let's read this thing. This thing's long as fuck. This is long today, but uh, for you who love just hearing us, you know, trip over this. You're in for a treat. It's a lot. Uh, numbers one. Also, just a uh, trigger thing. warning. This is super patriarchal. Oh. This is a trigger, trigger, warning, trigger for warning for me. For I need one, yes. I don't like this patriarchal oh. bullshit. <laughs> Men rule. Another, Sorry, go ahead. That's a whole another discussion. Um, numbers one, the first census of Israel, the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the tent of meeting on the first day of the second month in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt saying, take a census of the whole congregation of Israelites in their clans by ancestral houses, according to the number of names, every male individually from 20 years old and upward, everyone in Israel able to go to war, you and Aaron shall enroll them company by company. A man from each tribe shall be with you, each man the head of the ancestral house. These are the names of the men who shall assist you. From Reuben, Elijah, son of Shadir. From Simeon, Shalumiel, son of Zuri Shaddai. From Judah, Nashon, son of Amin Adab. From Isaacar, Nathaniel, son of Zur. From Zebulon, Eliab, son of Helion, from the sons of Joseph. From Ephraim, Elishama, son of Amihud. From Manasseh, Gamaliel, son of Pedazur. From from Benjamin, um, Abaddon, son of Gideoni. From Dan, Ajir, son of Amishadai. From Asher, Pajio, son of Akron. From Gad, Elisap, son of Duel. From Naphtali, I like frozen. that name. Um, Ahira, son of Enon. These were the ones from the congregation, the leaders of the ancestral tribes, the heads of the divisions of Israel. Moses and Aaron took these men who had been designated by name and on the first day of the second month they assembled the whole congregation together. They registered themselves in their clans by their ancestral houses according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward individually as the Lord commanded Moses. So he enrolled them in the wilderness of Sinai. The descendants of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, their lineage, and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the numbers of names, individually, every male from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Reuben were 46,500. The descendants of Simeon, their lineage, and their clans by their ancestral houses, those of them that were numbered according to the number of names, individually, every male from 20 years old and Upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Simeon were 59,300. The descendants of Gad, their lineage and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Gad were 45,650. 
The descendants of Judah, their lineage, and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war, those enrolled of the tribe of Judah were 74,600, the descendants of Issachar. Their lineage and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Issachar were 54,400, the descendants of Zebulun. Their lineage and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Zebulun were 57,400. The descendants of Joseph, namely the descendants of Ephraim, the lin their lineage and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Ephraim were 40,500. The descendants of Manasseh, Manasseh, Manasseh. I don't know. Their lineage and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Manasseh were 32,200. The descendants of Benjamin, their lineage and their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Benjamin were 35,400. The descendants of Dan, Dan, their Lineage in their clan by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled of the tribe of Dan were 62,700. The descendants of Asher, their lineage in their clans by their ancestral houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward, everyone able to go to war. Those enrolled in the of the tribe of Asher were 41,500. The descendants of Nathali their lineage and their clans by their ancestral houses according to the number of names from 20 years old and upward everyone able to go to war those enrolled of the tribe of Nathali were 53,400 these are those who were enrolled whom Moses and Aaron enrolled with the help of the leaders of Israel 12 men each representing his ancestral house so the whole number of the Israelites by their ancestral houses from 20 years old and upward everyone able to go to war in israel as their number was 603,550. the levites however were not numbered by their ancestral tribe along with them interesting the lord has said to moses only the tribe of levi only the tribe of levi you shall not enroll and you shall take not take a consensus or you not you shall not take a census of them with the other Israelites. Rather, you shall appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the covenant and over all the equipment and over all that belongs to it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its equipment and they shall tend it and shall camp around the tabernacle. When the tabernacle is set out, the Levites shall take it down. And when the tabernacle is to be pitched, the Levites shall shut it up. And any outsider who comes near shall be put to death. That's extreme, but okay. Their other Israelites shall camp in their respective regimental camps by companies, but the Levites shall camp around the tabernacle of the covenant, that there may be no wrath on the congregation of the Israelites, and the Levites shall perform the guard duty of the tabernacle of the covenant. The Israelites did so. They did so just as the Lord commanded Moses. I feel like the Bible should have a potential spam warning on it because it's just it's just giving scam like so the levites because you said it was interesting the levites don't have to keep counter like do the census because they're the mm -hmm. one running the tabernacle game 
And to me, that's very telling because like we're keeping track of everybody else to make sure that they're sending numbers for when we go to war. Because to me, this just feels like a warlord manual. Like we're just. um, okay. because, yeah, I feel like all of the And I think that's where like the prohibitions against um, homosexuality come in because they want like people production as much as possible, because the more children you have, the more likely you're Mm. to make soldiers. Um, and that gives them more power to, you know, take over other people's land because that seems to be a big mm. part of the playbook. What were your thoughts? Um, something similar was in, I meant in the sense of this just seems like an archaic way of forming policy, I guess, in the sense of they mm-hmm. put clearly religion was a big point in this in this time period. Um, I would even go so much to say it was at this point prior to the bible being out there this was probably like uh i mean i know you say it was all stories before and they wrote it down years later but i feel like it was like the wild wild west and then somebody was just like you know what let's put all this together and then we'll get people on the same page and then we'll get them to believe in the right. things we want them to believe in and therefore like that will serve the interest of whatever we're trying to do yeah so that that's just what i took from that uh levite tonight Oh, you know what else I took from this? The tribe of Judah was fucking. You notice they have more people. They almost had twice as many people as everybody else. Everybody else was averaging like mm-hmm. 40, 50,000. They had 74,600. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So kudos to the tribe <laughs> of Judah. <laughs> Those are some hardy women. Because I, I often find myself thinking about how dangerous childbirth would have been during this period. It's dangerous now. And it's like, and then I'm in a desert. Oh, yeah, it's very, probably super uncomfortable. All right, here's some more war. Okay, and I mean, this is all very apropos so far. It's called numbers, and it's been a lot of numbers. True. Because <clears throat> it did kind of remind me of a story problem. Because then I'm like, because my daughter, like her math, are doing like mm-hmm. mediums, means, and averages that, right that now. Fa- so I was like, ooh, we could use that. Was my favorite set. thing, and that's probably the thing that I use the most still consistently in life is how to do averages it's very it's a very helpful way of analyzing data which is what you don't want people to do if you don't want them to figure out Mm. this is bullshit but yeah they fucked up and taught me like logic and story problems i bar because we're talking about numbers Uh, apparently they're trying to take math out of Mm -hmm. schools that's not real they okay no they have to have i mean i'm just telling you what somebody told me yesterday we were texting who, who was this somebody? Our specific text was because I sent. Did she send I'll you ask a for link? the link so we can clarify for both you and our and our. But yeah, the specific. Because I'm like, which I sent her a system? picture of something. That, um, I guess government Governor DeSantis has signed a a bill to require. Oh yeah, the yeah, financial which is literacy. I sent it to you too. So then, um, yes, she texted me back and said. Because it's better than the don't that's say what, gay That's bill. what you told me. We're very, I'm, we're, 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 we're gay affirming on this podcast. Yes. We're not homophobic. I'm not, just, I, I, Go yeah, gay Do people. what you want to do. Um, just don't hurt other people. Yeah. Um, right. Unless they want you to. <laughs> she texted me back and said, "Woo, these crazy folks are really crazy. How are they trying to take math out the school, but they require, then require financial literacy. I said, when are they talking, trying to take math out of school? She said, Laugh out loud, all these crazy Southern Republicans been on a witch hunt. They had the base all up in arms and critical over race theory. 
then they moved to banning books. Then they recently tried to say some math books were teaching critical race theory. So I guess that was her point. Um, Oh, they're trying to say that some of the math books were teaching critical race theory. Listen, listen, there were a certain amount of slaves on that boat. I'm just saying we could do the math on that. And how these different insurance companies are still around today made a lot of money off of insurance. I don't. Um, anyway, numbers two. Well, no, I was just going to end with this, and you go. I I need to do my research on critical race theory because I'm not too. It's le- It's for it's for law school. Like you'd have to be in grad school to even take a critical race theory course. Mm-hmm. Like the title. I mean, you can learn about like the history of racism in America from other classes obviously because it's mm-hmm. part of american history but actual crt critical race theory that's law school curriculum so unless you're going to law school you don't have to worry about running into CRT. Okay. yeah numbers two the orders of encampment and marching the lord spoke to moses and aaron saying the israelites shall camp each in their respective regiments under and signs by their ancestral houses they shall camp facing the tent of meeting on every side those to camp on the east side towards the sunrise shall be of the regimental encampment of judah by companies the leader of the people of judah shall be nashan of amnadab with a company is enrolled of 74,600. those to camp next to him shall be the tribe of issachar the leader of the issachar issacharites shall be Nathaniel, son of Zur, with a company as enrolled of 54,400. The tribe of Zebulun, the leader of the Zebunites, shall be Elab, son of Helen, with a company as enrolled of 75,400. The total enrollment of the camp of Judah by companies is 186,400. They shall set out first on the march. On the south side shall be the regimental encampment of Reuben by companies. The leader of the Reubenites shall be Eleazar, son of Shidor with a company as enrolled of 46,500. And those to camp next to him shall be the tribe of Simeon. The leader of the Simeonites shall be Shilumiel, son of Jurishadai, with a company as enrolled of 59,300. Then the tribe of Gad, the leader of the Gadites, shall be Elisaph, son of Reuel, with a company as enrolled of 45,650. The total enrollment of the camp of Reubenite by companies is 151,450. They shall set out second. The tent of meeting with the camp of the Levites shall set out in the center of the camps. They shall set out just as they camp, each in position by their regiments. On the west side shall be the regimental encampment of Ephraim by companies. The leader of the people of Ephraim shall be Elishama, son of Amahud, with a company as enrolled of 40,500. Next to him shall be the tribe of Manasseh. The leader of the people of Manasseh shall be Gamiel, son of Pedahuzur, with a company as enrolled of 32,200. Then the tribe of Benjamin, with the leader of the Benjamites, shall be Abedan, son of Gideonai, with a company as enrolled of 35,400. The total enrollment of the camp of Ephraim by companies is 108,100. They shall set out third on the march. On the north side shall be the regimental encampment of Dan by companies. The leader of Danite shall be Alizar, son of Amishadai, with a company as enrolled of 62,700. Those to camp next to him shall be the tribe of Asher. The leader of the Asherites shall be Pagiel, son of 
Akron with a company enrolled of 41,500. Then the tribe of Nephali, the leader of the Nephalites, shall be Azariah, son of Enon, with the company is enrolled 53,400. The total enrollment of the camp of Dan is 157,600. They shall set out last by companies. This was the enrollment by the Israelites by their ancestral houses. The total enrollment in the camps by their companies was 603,550. Just as the Lord had commanded Moses, the Levites were not enrolled among the other Israelites. The Israelites ju did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They camped by regiments and set out the same way, everyone by clans according to their ancestral houses. This reminds me a little bit of Game of Thrones. I can see that. <clears throat> everyone has their little tribes and houses and their flags and everybody's got to stick together and people are yeah. fucking their sisters definitely yeah did you have anything you um that stuck out for you besides that for that or should i move on yeah let's move on all right numbers three the sons of aaron this is the lineage of aaron and moses at the time when the lord spoke with moses in mount sinai these are the names of the sons of aaron nadab the firstborn abahu Elazar and Ithamar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the anointed priest who he ordained to minister as priests, whom he ordained to minister as priests. Nadab and Abadu, Abahu died before the Lord when they offered illicit fire before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai, and they had no children. Elazar and Ithamar served as priests in, in the lifetime of their father Aaron. The duties of the Levites. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the tribe of Levi near and set them before Aaron the priest, so that he may assist them. The Lord performed duties for him and for the whole congregation in front of the tent of meeting. Doing services at the tabernacle, they shall be in charge of all the furnishings of the tent of meeting and attend to the duties for the Israelites as they do services at the tabernacle. You shall give the Levites to Aaron and his descendants. They are unreservedly given to him from among the Israelites. But you shall make a register of Aaron and his descendants. It, sh it is they who shall attend to the priesthood, and any outsider who comes near shall be put to death. Again, extreme. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I hereby accept the Levites from among the Israelites as substitutes for all the firstborn that opened the womb among the Israelites. The Levites shall be mine. For all the firstborns are mine. When I killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I consecrated for my own all the firstborn in Israel. Both human and animal, they shall be mine. I am the Lord. Sounds like their God was basically saying, I did this back then, so this is making up for it now. I don't know. But we'll continue. It sounds like the Lord likes animal and human sacrifice yeah we've gotten on that but we still got to keep going pressing on i'll come back to that um i then the lord spoke to moses in the wilderness of sinai saying enroll the levites by ancestral house and clans and by clans you shall enroll every male from a month old and upward so moses enrolled them according to the word of the lord as he was commanded the following were the sons of levi by their names gershon kohath and mirari Ferrari Ferrari. These are the names of the sons of Gershon by the clans. Libni and Shimei, the sons of Kohath by their clans. Amran, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. Uziel? Uziel? The sons of Merari by their clans. Mali and Mushi. These are the clans of the Levites by their ancestral houses. To Gershon, 
belonged the clan of the Libnites and the clan of the Shemites. These were the clans of the Gershonites. Their enrollment, counting all the males from a month old and upward, was seven hundred was seven thousand five hundred. The clans of the Gershonites were to camp behind the tabernacle on the west with Eliasop, son of Lael, as he as head of the ancestral house of the Gershonites. The responsibility of the sons of Gershon in the tent of meeting was to be the tabernacle, the tent with its covering. The screen for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the hangings of the court, the screen for the entrance of the court that is around the tabernacle and the altar and its cords and all the service pertaining to these. The Koath belonged the clan to Koath belonged the clan of Amorite, Amorites, the clan of Israelites, the clan of the Hebronites and the clan of the Ujilites. <sighs> These are the clans of the Kohites. <laughs> um, counting all the males from a month old and upward, these were 8,600 according or tending to the duties of the sanctuary. The clans of the Kohathites were to camp on the south side of the tabernacle with uh, Elijah Fan, son of Uziel as head of the ancestral house of the clans of the Kohathites. Their responsibility was to be the ark, the tab, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the vessels of the sanctuary with which the priests minister in the screen, all the service pertaining to these. Eliezer, son of Aaron, the priest was to be chief over the leaders of the Levites and to have oversight over those who had the charge of the sanctuary. To Marari belonged the clan of the Mothlites and the clan of the Mushites. These are the clans of Marari. Their enrollment, counting all the males from a month old and upward, was 6,200. The head of the ancestral house of the clans of Marari was Uriel, son of Abihal. They were to camp on the north side of the tabernacle. The responsibility assigned to the sons of Marari was to be the frames of the tabernacle, the bars, the pillars, the bases, and all the ancestors. All their accessories, all the service pertaining to these. Also, the pillars of the court all around with their bases and pegs and cords. Those were to camp in front of the tabernacle of the east, in front of the tent of, to, of meeting toward the east, where Moses and Aaron and Aaron's sons having charge of the rites within the sanctuary, whatever have to be done for the Israelites. And any outsider who came near was put was to be put to death. The total enrollment of the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron enrolled at the commandment of the Lord by their clans, all the males from a month old and upward, was 22,000. The redemption of the firstborn. Then the Lord said to Moses, enroll all the firstborn males of the Israelites from a month old and upward and count their names. But you shall accept the Levites from me. I am the Lord as substitutes for all the firstborn among the Israelites and the livestock of the Levites as substitutes for all the firstborn among the Levite of among the livestock of the Israelites. So Moses enrolled all the firstborns among the Israelites as the Lord commanded him. The total enrollment, all the firstborn males from a month old and upward, counting the number of names, was twenty two thousand two hundred seventy three. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Accept the Levites as substitutes for all the firstborns among the Israelites, and the livestock of the Levites as substitutes for their livestock, and the live and the Levites shall be mine. I am the Lord. 
That's the price of redemption of the 273 of the firstborn of Israelites over and above the number of the Levites. You shall accept five shekels apiece, reckoning by the shekel of the sanctuary, a shekel of 20 gareths. gareths. Given, give to Aaron and his sons the money by which the excess number of them is redeemed. So Moses took the redemption money from those who were over above those redeemed by the Levites. From the firstborn of the Israelites, he took the money, 1,375 shekels, reckoned by the shekel of the sanctuary. And Moses gave the redemption money to Aaron and his sons. And according to the word of the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. Wow. So it sounds like they just paid off for their uh, atrocities that they committed. Scamming. It's giving scam. Like, imagine if, like, because this is the thing, human beings haven't changed that much. Like, granted, this was possibly, if this was, a, if we're accepting this as a real story, which I'm not, because I don't think God was talking to Moses, if Moses was even real. Let's just say for the canon within the logic of this story that it's real, that the God who created the universe is concerned with this desert dwelling group of people. No one else on the planet, just these people. There's life going on all over the planet right now. This, this male God only cares about these dudes in the desert and their livestock and how they're, how they're faring. So you're broken up into 12 tribes. 11 of them have to basically can, you know, uh, send tribute in the form of soldiers that can enroll in the army. Also, if they commit any sins, let's say, for instance, they ejaculate in their sleep, they have to, you know, bring like money or animals or grain to yeah. the priest so that they can apologize to God for that. And on top of that, they don't even get to eat the grain or the food only the priests get to because now mm -hmm. it's sacred and the priests don't have to go to war they don't have to submit tribute to the war because they're running the tabernacle game and it also i'm still a little dodgy like how this works because it does i remember reading before where it sounded like god made it sound like whatever opens the womb of any human or animal belongs to the lord so i'm like does that mean it's getting set on fire on the altar and it was a little ambiguous but now they're basically saying like oh i'm just gonna take the levi's as the redemption price because even though i'm the god of the universe i still need you to kill something in front of me to make me forgive you yeah, I don't know what about that as hard. What if that was like how our friendship was? Like if you did something after I asked you not to, I was like, I'll forgive you, T, but you have to kill a turtle in front of me to show me that you're and it has to be a turtle that was like it's mom's first turtle and that you cared about and it can't have any blemish. It can't be one of them blind turtles or have a limp or anything like that. It's got to be a turtle you really wanted to keep. You got to kill it in front of me. And then I'll be like, okay, T really did feel bad I about that. What about this is hard to get. <laughs> that is good. This is a, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is very interesting. I mean, in the sense of just why they thought like they thought, but the the text is so long and boring very much so <laughs> it is very long and boring and i would also say evil 
like to me this is an evil plot like there were other societies running at the time and I'm sure they had their own crazy religious practice but not all of them involved like human and animal sacrifice like it does come up a lot there does seem to be a part of the human psychology that wants to like see things die and bleed but then there's women (laughs) 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 and we know that the men are I think we need more women leaders. Like the fact that this this book. Well, how is can we have that like women are no considered women. emotional? I don't know, man. I feel like men are pretty emotional. <laughs> like they have different emotions. Like, granted, we are different, but it's not like men are like. Spock. No, I think. Like, I think most. Most men are like Kirk, trying to fuck these we, aliens. Like, we've what's that gotten to a society. I was talking to my roommate about this. We got into a point in society where we feel like anger is not an emotion like that's the only acceptable emotion from a man is anger mm-hmm. that's passion yeah. so like i'm passionate about this it's like no you're just loud and violent but i mean but that's the thing women can get passionate as well but then it's just seen as hysteria yeah like we don't really use the word hysterical with men very much, but y'all, y'all, men can get hysterical. I wonder why there's such this disdain for women. Like, just, I mean, I know why in my past I have had disdain, but it's. Oh, please expand on that. Why I've had disdain for women. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think that's I don't think I it's think clear for to mine everybody. was just the messaging. It's the um. I think, okay, so I think we all just want somebody to like us and or love us for who we are. I think baseline, man or woman, transgender, whatever, non-binary, I think everybody just wants their person to like them for who they are, through thick and thin. You want to be able to walk in the room and feel like I don't have to all the time play this social game of, you know, I can't just really be myself. Um... I grew up with uh within an environment where I feel like although I saw women doing things like which was my experience a little bit different. I grew up around a lot of women and like they had jobs, they went to work, they did shit. Like I had men in my life. Like I know who my father is. I felt I have uncles. But like women also did shit. Like there was no such thing as a a housewife person. So Right. When I got into the world I just and started dating and stuff like that. I just, I never was like, oh, you know, my woman can't do something because that's just not a the reality that I had. Although I will say there was some mixed messaging as far as like, especially when I was like, you know, early teens, younger, listening to like Lil Wayne and stuff, you know, you'll hear shit and rap. And I don't, I'm not trying to make this like an attack on rap because I don't like when people do that, but. No, we all know that all misogyny came from hip hop. Go ahead. I'm not trying. No one, no one hated women before hip hop. <laughs> it was Gucci. Everything was Gucci for women before hip hop, and then hip hop came along, and all of a sudden we lost all our rights. I was listening to like, uh, you know, shout out to all the rappers who paid for portions. Right. Um, specific. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna say Wayne because that's just who I was listening to at the time. But like, I remember him specifically saying in a few songs, like, you know. Like how uh, one of his lines, one of his famous lines is like, 
I'm so cold a bitch couldn't get lemonade out of me or something like that. And it's like <laughs> the essence of the line is like, you know, I can yeah, you know, I can do whatever, but like I'm not gonna pay these hoes or whatever like that. Yeah. So the bar. It was just like that is the thought process. So I, re- I and I vividly remember like trying to sleep with this girl and I think she wanted me to buy her See a pack of gum or a pop or something like that. And I just remember thinking like, man, Wayne don't pay these those. Why would I pay him? Why would I pay for it? You know, I remember thinking. Well, he pays them in rap. Right. But I mean, just, just. <laughs> in entertainment. Right, right. But just being like not. Why would he Having all this messaging without context, I think is dangerous. Right. So, yes. And so, yes. Because there is that. That's why hip hop is fun. There is that part of men who are like, yeah, shake that yeah. ass. But that's not all there is to a male-female relationship. Yeah. And so uh, I just, I don't know. I Now that I've become older and um, just had a birthday. Wiser. So, like, I'm yeah. another, you know, revolution around the sun or whatever somebody sent me. Um, but now I'm older, wiser, and, like, have the wherewithal to look back on life and just think, like, man, how misguided. Even with women actively doing shit in my household and in my life how misguided still i became and the disdain that i had for women that i was dating because of things that i thought that were expected of me as a man and it's just like dude like i mean i can i know yeah you're supposed to be a cold ass nigga on this yeah i just (laughs) and that is i mean but that is the expectation because i was like around men yesterday right and I know, right? And so, like, it's weird to see men in, like, because I was kind of, like, off a ways, right? Like, I could hear them, but I wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, in the group, right? And so it's interesting to hear the way men do talk to each other, the advice they give each other about women. Like, because what is the prevailing message? You're not supposed to be vulnerable. Like, that's the thing. We were talking about vulnerability earlier. And, like, you're not supposed to be this emotional creature, who like wants reciprocity you're supposed to kind of like own Mm -hmm. you know like I think women too like there's this uh, everyone's trying to get over basically I feel like that's the main problem right now where women are like get this money out of these niggas and then men are like man you can't pay these hoes and you know I don't love these hoes and it's like I mean where's the where's the love like why can't we just like this is an overcomplication of a pleasant simplicity men and women enjoy each other's company not constantly but we do enjoy each other so like when we do get an opportunity to enjoy each other there does seem to be like all this you know additional garbage because of the bible i'm gonna just say it i'm an arrogant bitch if this isn't good like we've been told for thousands of years this is the good book and the word of god mostly to an illiterate population so now when finally we can read it and actually reading it i'm like oh this isn't very good (laughs) and everyone's like shut up bitch like you need to like what answers do you have what god do you have and i'm like i actually don't i don't have answers to replace this but i do feel like a lot of the more on ethical dilemmas that we face in life i don't find answers in the bible i don't have i don't find answers in the bible i usually have to ask people who either have expertise 
in those areas or have been through something similar, to me, that's usually the best way to handle problems in life. It's not found in the big word. Okay. Well, good talk. Um, I mean, I'll expand upon this more, but we need to render. We need to. We do. This is going to be a big end. So. Welcome to Numbers. Welcome to Numbers. Um, next time on Bible Breakdown, we'll be getting more into the backstory of the Coethites um, and the rest of the gang. Um, doing some more census stuff, Numbers 4 through 6. Um, Concerning an unfaithful wife. I want to read that one. Ooh, I bet she has to die. That's That seems like the only logical answer. Next time. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> <laughs> all right um bible breakdown podcast at gmail.com if you are looking to send us anything we'd love to hear from you yeah yeah we love you guys your body belongs to you have some fun with it <laughs> all right over and out